the start stops most people. And to not understand that in depth, in your gut, in your soul as a network marketing leader will be so detrimental as you move forward down this network marketing journey. That's what we're going to talk about on this session. Welcome to the MLMSuccess.com podcast, the show designed to return the network marketing industry to its roots of personal growth, leadership development, and wisdom of the ages success principles. We share with you real success stories from real people that we hope will inspire and encourage you personally and help you progress forward in your business and your life. We believe if you build people, people will build the business. Now here is your host who has been called the number one mind in network marketing, the MLM Profit, Network Marketing Virtual Mentor, and a host of other names that we will not mention because this is a family show. Frankly, he's just a small town guy that figured out that the real product in network marketing is people. Dale Calvert. Hey, this is Dale Calvert. I'm really excited about this session of the MLMSuccess.com podcast. Great to have you guys with us this week. And you're definitely in for a treat. You're going to hear from Gordy Alderson. And I want you to think about what I'm saying. He sponsored 17 people in one month, added 17 customers and team members in one month, six months after he was in his program, without bringing over one existing team member from another team that he had built. In other words, new prospects, fresh prospects, uh, all in one month, 17 people. So when you think about today's network marketing world and the recruit each other environment that has been created, uh, I think when someone was able to recruit 17 people in a month, customers and our combination of customers and distributors, then it's somebody that you should really, really listen to. And as I was listening to Gordy today and we had the conversation you're getting ready to hear, I've thought about the people that listen to this podcast, MLMSuccess.com. And if you go back and you really listen and you listen to the stories of Brad Bradford, uh, I've been where you're going, uh, Phil Shupp, D. D. Smith, um, Stephen Kim. I'm just trying to think of all the people that we've shared. Your David Cook. The stories. If you go back and you listen to these stories, you're going to hear the same pattern over and over and over again. Success leaves clues. Success leaves clues. Network marketing is a different business model. It's about finding the right mentorship, finding the right systems, and taking personal responsibility for personal education and action. And you're going to hear that very clear. And again, this, it's going to it's it's the same story, guys. It's the same predictable pattern over and over and over that separates those who hope, dream, wish, and those who really get serious, really get plugged in, 
make the decision to become personally educated. Formal education makes you a living. If you become self-educated and you take that personal, you can create a fortune. You've heard that repeated multiple times throughout the years that we've done this podcast. I hope you'll really listen to this with an ear to hear, and I hope it makes a huge impact for you. It's, a, it's just a pleasure. It's a pleasure to share the story of Gordy and Kelly Otterson with you guys. Hey, podcast listeners, MLM Success. It's a pleasure, pleasure today to have with us on the line uh, the one and only uh, old good friend of mine, Gordy Alderson. Gordy actually, uh, a couple, three months ago, put 17 new customers and affiliates on his team in one month, and that's without bringing people over from an existing company so obviously, you want to listen up to this episode for sure. But Gordy, welcome. Thanks for being with us. Hey, thanks for being here, Dale. Yeah, it's it's great to be on this. I've listened to a lot of these podcasts, and I really enjoy them. And I've learned a tremendous amount. And it's a it's sure a privilege to be a to be to be a part of it. And maybe we can help somebody out. And one thing I will say is I couldn't have done it without my wife. Because uh, ooh, hear that thunder? We need that thunder. Anyways, I couldn't have done it without my wife. Because I can barely, uh, well, I, I was going to say I can barely turn on a computer. I don't even know how to turn on a computer. I can text. And I've sent a couple emails, but she's kind of a key in this deal, too, as well. That's awesome when you when you. But, yeah, yeah, yeah work is a team. Yeah, but, yeah, we awesome. did put in we did put in 17 people, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I know we had talked that month, and I know you were working hard, and it was like, that's just phenomenal. And I think today, you know, so many people think, well, anybody that does that, they just joined another company and brought a whole downline with them. And I know for a fact that's not the way it happened. No, it did not happen that way at all. Yeah. Uh, let's just back up, man. Let's just, uh, you're in, in Arizona, right? Yeah. You're in Arizona. Tucson. Tucson, uh, just kind of back up. I mean, what's your story? Where did you start? How did you end up where you are today? Just kind of let people hear the the Gordy Alderson story. Well, I, I build I build bits and spurs for a living, and I started my own. I went to college with no real purpose, and then I went and rodeoed for a while. And that's a tough way to make a living. Came pretty close to making the national finals the ones they have in December every year. And then uh, I've been married for about seven years, uh, five or six or seven years. My wife wanted to start having kids and start a family, and we had no decent source of income. So I just started, uh, I just realized there was a niche for bits in the marketplace out there, handmade bits, and started making them. And just started out in a horse stall with real limited equipment and just, you know, strong reasons I uh, needed to eat. <laughs> and so uh, I started, started building that business and then was looking for, also looking for, you know, so, uh, you know residual income, a side hustle, if you will. And yeah. um, dabbled around, tried a, couple, tried a couple network marketing deals, but had no idea what what I was doing, what I was saying, had no training, no skills, no nothing, and 
tried one or two, and I don't even really remember. I think STS phone cards back in the day, and and uh, and then I I was uh, I think I had I think I had a couple of kids and been building bits and staying pretty darn broke and working an awful lot, and um, I got a I got a postcard in the mail, uh, the secrets in network marketing success. And I thought, well, if anybody needs to hear that, it's me. I didn't realize my story was minimal compared to most. And I sent off for that cassette, and I heard that, I heard you talking about the secret to network marketing success, and that would have been obviously play one. And so I requested uh, I requested a VHS, and, and a distributor named James Stamp sent sent me the VHS of the of the meeting, and I just that thing. I, I, my head was my head was in a spinning when I got done looking at that meeting in Louisville, Kentucky. And I'm thinking, man, this, and after listening to the secrets tape and, and the whole philosophy behind it. And so I joined, uh, I joined Dale in New Image um, and learned a lot there in the next probably two, three, four years. I mean, a tremendous amount. Opened that thing up and there was a, it was a yellow, it was a yellow, a yellow notebook with uh, six cassette tapes in it. You open that up put one in and push play and he started telling you how to work this business in a real duplicated manner. And really at that point all it came down to is doing doing it. Just get take off action. your butt. Take an action. Take an action. And you know, I mean, I have absolutely zero phone fear today. I'll call anybody anytime about anything. The only the only reason I wouldn't call someone today if if I didn't think that they were um, you know, a qualified candidate, you know. Um, right. And I, I've gotten more selective. There's people in my phone that I think if I were to call them, they would join the opportunity I'm currently in in a heartbeat, but they'd probably just join it because cause I'm doing it. And that's, right. and they they might be, and not to sound condescending, but they, they're probably more trouble than they're worth the, the short time they stuck around. But you never know. I might pick up the phone and call those three or four people that are kind of rattling around in my brain, but but I applied those principles and uh, took to life all the stuff I learned. Jim Rohn, Art Williams, uh, Dale's Tape of the Month Club, uh, and, and just wore that stuff out for years and years and years and just learned all the stuff, the wisdom of the ages, just all that, all that valuable, valuable information about sales, leadership, communication, and probably the most important uh, concept I learned from Dale was the concept of value focus. And I think that's probably why it's easy for me to pick up the phone and call anybody anytime because I'm, I, I don't do it for me. I, I'm doing it for them. I'm fine. Um, I don't really, I don't really need any particular person. We all need, you know, we all need everybody, but we don't need one individual person. Like Dale says, I, I can't tell you what one person can do, but I'll tell you what 99 out of 100 will do. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's, it's given a guy that. And one thing that it's always kind of mystified me, and I think it will till the day I die, but it's just the way it is, is why people won't, when they join an opportunity, why, you know, people are glad to buy from their friends, but a lot of people don't want to quote unquote sell to their friends. It's always been a mystery to me because I, I, I'll buy from my friends. I, I, I would buy from a friend way before I'd buy from a store. And, and, and people buy from me all the time. 
But it's a mystery to me that people, when they get involved in this industry, uh, don't want to sell to their friends. And it's obviously boils down to the four beliefs. They've got a lack of belief in the, in the industry, the company, the product for themselves. But I don't know. It's a mystery, but that's the way it is. That's, that's pretty thought-provoking. We've never talked about that. But that's really, yeah. that is true. It is true, and, and, and it does come back to value focus. I mean, if you sincerely have belief in your product or your service and your opportunity, then you should almost feel obligated to share it with yeah. the people that are closest to you yeah. in your life. I agree. I, I've told this to people before. I said, look, if you're on the side of the road and you know that the road is washed out in front of you, and that anybody that goes driving on by you at 50, 60 miles an hour, whatever, is going to die, would you feel bad about getting out of your car and getting in the middle of the road and waving them down and stopping them, which seems like a pretty crazy thing to do. And they're going to think, what's this idiot doing? Well, once they stop and find out you just saved their life, all's well that ends well. And, um, and I guess if they're crazy, they could get back in their car and drive over the cliff and say, why did you stop me? <laughs> and there's, I guess there's people that do do that. But anyways, it's, it's, uh, it's, uh, I don't know. It's just the way it is. People are, they're so, they're so worried about, I think, fear of failure and, uh, what, and, and fear of rejection and what people think about them. But, you know, we know the stories in this industry when people have strong enough reasons They'll get out of there. They'll get out of their comfort zone. That's right, you know? and they'll expand it. You know, it's like what mm -hmm. you're saying. Like I know, like when you started, you were talking to me about you know the, that telephone weighed a lot. But but you people don't really understand that if you consistently do something, your comfort zone is expanded mm -hmm. over time. It's over time. Not that the fear doesn't creep in sometimes, but your comfort zone is expanded. But let's let's back yeah. up just for a second. I want to go to uh, to NI because that was what in the mid nineties. Yeah. When you joined. Yeah. And mid to early you 90s. got on tape of the month, and you know I didn't I didn't really know you then, but I knew about this this guy in 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 Arizona that was you know doing a a, a live weekly event and had some things going on and I know you were ranking up through that program and I did mm -hmm. come out there one time I think we did a regional didn't mm -hmm. we yeah, first time yeah, I met you and yeah. uh, I knew I knew you were a student and I knew you were plugged in so when you talk about you wore those tapes out that didn't that doesn't surprise me at all and yeah. had I had that to buy changed? a second set of Art Williams tapes. <laughs> well, Has that changed? Got to break brains down and education. Yeah. Has that changed as far as your uh, your uh, listening to information? I hardly ever listen to cassette tapes anymore. <laughs> I listen to so much stuff. I mean, you know, I I sit down in that shop and weld all day, and I've got a head I've got a headset on. And I just, uh, I, listen to, I listen to your podcast a lot, and there is so much phenomenal stuff on, on YouTube now. I mean, they're just stacked in there. I mean, it's just all kinds of information. i tell you what, while we're on that, I might turn some people on to one guy 
there's a guy named Chris Voss, and he was the lead negotiator for the FBI hostage in a hostage situation. And he wrote a book called Never Split the Difference. And one thing that he talks about is we've, you know, the, get it, get him to yes. I, I think that was the name of that book. Get him to say yes or whatever the sales book. But he takes a whole different approach because he said so many times people, we try to trap people with yes. You call your buddy up and you say, hey, you want to make some money? And he's like, oh, y'all, where's this going? And this Chris Voss, they asked him, do you ever try and get people to say yes in a hostage situation? He said, never. He said, I never try and get a yes out of anybody. He said, you try and you, you, you get them with a no. And so what I typically say is, you know, if somebody's looked at the information, we're, I'm sending out some. I'm with a company called Euphoria, and it's a DNA-based uh, nutritional company. And, you know, if they've looked at my Play One information, which is a, a three-minute video, maybe followed by an eight-minute video, and we have a conversation, and I said, well, would you be against me throwing a DNA kit in the mail to you? And instead of saying, do you want to buy a DNA kit? Do you want to buy a DNA kit? I said, well, would you be against me throwing it in the mail? And they say no. And it's real easy to say no. You know, when I call somebody on the phone, I said, I catch you at a bad time. Well, no. You know, you try not. And, and when, I'm, when I'm sharing the opportunity with somebody, I'll have a conversation with them. I'll say, based on what you're telling me right now, I'm just curious. Are you close-minded to a business opportunity right now? And they always say no. I've had two or three people say yes, they're close-minded to it. But it's not because they're close-minded. It's because they're playful and they're not looking for anything. And half the time they'll say, you know what, send me what you got anyway. I just want to see what you got. But um, back, to the, back to the whole gathering information deal. Yeah, that's just a constant, constant deal. Probably always will be because I just love expanding my comfort zone, expanding my knowledge. And, uh, you know, knowledge of pie is power. That's right. Formal education makes you a living. You become self-education. Yep. Next fortune. Yeah, that's absolutely. it. That's it. It, it. There ain't no foo-foo. It, it, you know, it, there ain't no foo-foo to us. No. Like you said, I wish you it was agree easier. With that? Yeah, yeah, you, you, like you said, you know, uh, uh, the, the CEO of our company the other day did a conference call, and he talked about, you know, there's a lot of people trying to build their business right now, and I think he may have even, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but I think he, he may have even said hiding behind their computer. But he said, we need to keep playing that game, but the people that are out there belly to belly are the ones that are getting it done. You know, they're meeting people face-to-face. They've got, a, they've got the, you know, they got a DNA kit in their hand. They've got a DNA report in their hand, and they're having a conversation. Because we can all be brave. I mean, I can be a, I can be a five foot ten, beautiful blonde looking for uh, Mr. Wright behind my computer, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. They tell me. So <laughs> it's a pretty safe world back there. I don't know. I've never played in that world. Uh, I never have. I don't even know how to turn a computer on. Right, right, but but the, the conversations, the conversations. I think you hit on it earlier, and I want to just reiterate it because people really need to understand this. It's not just conversations; it's value focused conversations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I try to take I out. Uh, if I do, if I do, kind of write a script out, thinking about how I want to save something, or if I send a text. I try to take I out if I can. 
take I out, I and me, try and get out of the text and make it about, make it about them, you know. You know, you might, you know, you might have to say, if, if, if I could help you find a way to, you know, then I'm, 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 I'm helping you. But, yeah, it's, uh, it's about value focus because when you're value focused, I think you can, like you said so many times, you can tell anybody anything if you tell them with love in your heart for them. That's you right. Know, if I told Dale, I said, if you, if you go to walk out on stage in front of 10,000 people and your flies unzipped, I'm going to go ahead and tell you. I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna be. Oh God, I don't want to tell. I, I'd be embarrassed to tell Bailey flies unzipped. He yeah. comes back when he's done. He's like, "How come you didn't tell me my fly was unzipped?" Well, I don't know. You know, I made it about me. And my pastor right. said one time that actually shyness is a form of sin because you're more concerned about yourself and what somebody's gonna think of you are, think of you than you are voicing your opinion about them. That's know? right. Man, and we got a world full of it, and we got people that think they're network marketers that just want to, you know, they. It's like this don't this don't upset the boat. This don't rock the boat. Let's just, you know, keep everything cordial and smooth. And it's like life's not life doesn't work that way. No. And I am just I am a real stickler on when I tell people something. I said, now listen. Well, I'll send them a three-minute video, and a lot of times I'll attach the, I'll, I'll say, w- w- would it be okay if I sent you a three-minute video? Sure. Would it be okay if I sent you an eight-minute video tacked on the back end of that? And if you like the three-minute video, watch the eight-minute video. If you don't like the eight-minute video, throw your phone at a road sign. I don't care. If this does not interest you, it does not affect our business. It does not affect our friendship in any way. If it doesn't, if, if you don't, if you're not interested, Please let me know because I don't care. And I'll even right. tell them, now, did you get that right? I don't care. I do not care. You know, and if you've got some objections, we'll talk about those. But all it's going to be is to, to let you know what we have here. It's not going to be trying to talk into to buying my product or joining my deal because I don't care. If you're not looking, you're either looking or you're not. If you're not looking, that's fine with me. I don't care. That's right. That's right. It's all about finding the right people at the right time in their life, in yeah. their life. Well, um, and you know, when you, you, uh, you trained me to, to be like that, but, and, and, it, and when, at the start, let's face it, everybody wants somebody to join their deal. Everybody wants somebody to buy their product. But, and so you've kind of got to, you almost have to falsely tell them you're doing it for them. Because deep down inside, you're like, oh, I hope he joins. But you know what? Once you do it long enough, you don't ha- you're not faking when you tell them that anymore. I mean, wow. after a while, you get to the point where you really can become selective. Absolutely. You don't give a flying flip. But, no, but you're right. Too. In the beginning, it's just natural human reaction to try to get oh. people, get them to buy, sell, or join. And that does mm-hmm. not work under any circumstance. I mean, there's a lot of people. They can go out there and they can, they can close, you know, 15 people tomorrow. But what do they, what have they accomplished after that's been done? Yeah. They haven't accomplished anything. They got a bunch of people sitting on, that are not going to do anything. Yeah. Because the timing and wasn't actually, right for them. Yeah. And I actually, I've never, I've never, um told anybody anything that wasn't 100% true, but I have kind of leveraged some people into my business as distributors kind of explaining to them 
you know, and creating fear of loss in their mind about what they have available. And in hindsight, um, a lot of those people haven't really done anything, but they are a customer and they are on auto ship. But in hindsight, I'm thinking, you know, I should have just made them a customer because at any point, you, you know, at any point you can transfer over to a, a business builder in the company like you can in all of them. And, and I've actually ended up signing up a few more customers recently than I have business builders because I kind of get the vibe that I'm not even going to go there. I could probably close this person on the business, but you know what? Hey, if they get on the product and they like the product, we can always go back and we can always upgrade. And I, and I think that's probably a better way to do it. It's, it's, well, you know what it boils down to is I'm being more value-focused. Right. And, and, you know, back to the, the SAC day, sponsor, activation, keep, you know, that, that we talked about years and years and years and years ago, you know, where fear loss is the number one motivator to, to man. And if you have a holding tank, you know all about all this. It, you know, mm-hmm. I've got somebody that's getting, getting started. Do you want them or you want me to take them? But if you have a if you have a product like you do, where even if a customer like there's somebody's thinking that they're on the fence about becoming a customer, and you've got a brand new customer that just started, they're excited about the product, they understand the science, you can still contact that potential customer and say, hey, I've got a a, a new customer that just joined. Uh, I was going to give you credit for them if if you decide to become a customer, and that'll give you a 25% discount. I mean, you, know, you can I never still... Thought, I, never huh? thought, I, never thought of, I never thought about that till right now. I didn't think about that as far as the oh, leveraging. Oh, my God. You could use a customer. Use a customer to leverage a customer. Because, yeah, see, we've got, five, we've, got, we've got five kits going out uh, like today, and that's been yeah. accumulation of, of, you know, following up and, and weeks worth of work, et cetera, but I, I, never, even, I never even thought about that. Yeah, yeah, well, and I know we're, we're probably getting, what the heck are they talking about, so I want to get, but yeah. for those of you that don't. But if you know what, code, sorry, actually, sorry to catch. We talk our own language, huh? <laughs> yeah, and, and sorry to cut you off there, but, but all, he's, all, all Dale's talking about here is the ability to leverage someone through fear of loss Yeah, in a value-focused way. If, if you guys are listening and you haven't heard, go to Amazon and buy the CD. It's called SAC, How to Sponsor, Activate, and Keep Distributors. It's the whole philosophy that I know, you know I've been talking about for years, fear loss, and, and that lines out everything that we've talked about. But we'll keep moving because we'll, we'll get into, before you know it, we're, we're talking uh, – we're yeah. talking – Foreign language. Ideas and concepts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What are exactly. they talking about? Uh, let me ask you something, because we had a conversation about this probably 90 days or so ago, and it might have been right before you went on this 17-customer run, uh, customer team member run, but how important is it for people to feel the fear and do it anyway oh yeah you know I, I I heard a guy ask Dr. Phil one time he said how do you get how do you build self-esteem he said finish what you start mm-hmm. and it's so important for 
for not just network marketing, but for life. It's like, you know, you come to that fork in the road and it's time to take the it's time to take the road less traveled. Because if there, if you can if you can show me one person out there, um, first generation wealth or even second generation wealth that hasn't dropped the ball, that hasn't had to overcome their fears. And what a feeling when you do it. I mean, what a feeling when you do it, you know. And I mean, even if you miss the shot, <laughs> you know, what a feeling. I I remember uh, Harvey McKay uh, reading a book on how to swim with the sharks without being eat, eaten, and there was a great big conference, and they had spotlights on everybody, and they were going to start these international sport teams, and he had a bad feeling about it. And it took a lot of courage for him to say no in front of everybody. And uh, he said, you know what? They just went to the next table after I said we passed, and the world is the world did not stop. And you talk about peer pressure. I mean, millionaires from all over the world sitting at this banquet. And uh, so that took a lot of fear for him to say no, but he said the whole thing flopped. So whether it's to, whether it's you got to overcome the fear to say yes and do it, or overcome the fear to say no and not do it for the right reasons, uh, man. Once you come out the other side of that. You've grown so much. It's just the confidence it gives a person when you when you pick up that phone and when you get out of your comfort zone. And you know what's funny about it is is the results don't really matter. I mean, because if you do it long enough, you're going to get results. But you know, very seldom have I felt bad about myself for trying anything when it needed to be tried. And, and 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 that's the thing. I think it's one of the biggest rubs in this business because, see, you you have worked through it, and after you've worked through it enough times, and you've gone through it, and you've picked up the phone, and you've done the action. It's not the result; it is the activity. Activity mm-hmm. creates courage. Inactivity, fear. But mm-hmm. after you, and I know you've done it enough, enough, and enough. But that doesn't mean that you know next week or tomorrow that it's time for to to do some follow ups and you might and you'll have that little you twinge. know uh the little twinge of um fight flight or, or freeze yeah. but you felt that enough to where it lasts what 2 seconds and you pick up or the last, phone and you get it done yeah. Well, you, and, and, and I think what helps that go away is when you truly don't care what the result is because you truly realize that if they're not interested, they weren't going to do it anyway. So when you really have no emotional attachment to the results, I guess that's why sociopaths, you know, they go around killing people because they have no conscience. You know, that's I right. mean, when you, really, when you have no attachment to the outcome, when you can separate yourself from the outcome, you know, and just, you know, even in sports, I mean, go do your best every single time and don't, the, the, most of the real great winners in sports, you watch those guys after game one at the World Series, both teams, you can't really tell which team won or lost till the last game. Then those guys lose it. But right. in the playoffs, if those coaches catch those guys celebrating too soon, it's like, hey, 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 whoa, whoa. Back off. We got more games. You know, don't That's have right. so much emotional attachment to winning or losing. Because you're setting Morty, yourself up for failure. 
you know, what we've talked about here in the last five minutes, the start stops most people for exactly the reasons we're talking about, those, mm-hmm. the, the emotion of it all. And if there's one thing I, I wish I could get help people understand is if it's not the result, as we've said, it is the fact that you took the action. And if you consistently mm-hmm. take the action over time, you're going to work through the uncomfortable feelings. Not that they're going to disappear, but you learn how to work through those uncomfortable feelings. Yeah. And after you've done it enough, you know you can do it a thousand times. It's like you say, you yeah. don't care what somebody thinks because you know you, you understand this game. It's well, it's like guys they don't uh, they, they, they don't. don't understand this. Well, and it's if like you see guys. It, that, yeah, well, and you hear about guys that get in fights at the bar all the time. Well, they get their butt whipped a lot, but they realize that you know I used to be scared to get in a fight till I got in one and I didn't die. I mean, it's it's just like you know the sun's coming up tomorrow, and I just I just don't understand, but. You know, and there's, it's such a, it's a tricky deal, too, because we've got to get their reasons. But from going, from going, for look, looking at those reasons and really thinking that the opportunity they have in front of them is going to fulfill those reasons, that is a huge gap. And I guess that comes down to, you know, a lot of that comes down to belief in the company, the product, product in the industry. Because I think there are people out there that have belief in themselves, but they really – and so, you know, I'm all about finding out more about the company, the product, and the industry. I mean, you know, I've tried to learn – I need to learn more about my company's science and product. I've learned a lot about it, but not so I can repeat it to everybody and rattle on on the phone for six hours and bore them to death, but to where my product belief keeps going up. Um, you know, listen to these scientists talk and seeing what we have here, um, then, you know, you're not scared to offer your product to anyone, and it's all back-to-value-focused. Are, really, are you really trying to help somebody else here? How, how many beliefs do you need, Gordy? you got to have four. Yeah, you got to believe in the company, your company, the product, you know, your specific product or products within that company, the network marketing industry itself, and belief in yourself. Um, you just you got to be you got to be you got to be pretty good in all of them to even take some form of action. And whose that's responsibility right. is that? That's that that's the distributor's responsibility. To you develop know, their that's own my, Yeah, yeah. Because Lord knows these days it's there it's there for everybody to see. I mean, you know, everybody's packing around a device on their hip that could absolutely change their life. Forget network marketing. I mean, the truth about history. The truth about everything. I mean, I mean, if you want to click on Tony Robbins or Jim John, or, or, or Jim Rohn or Art Williams, it's it's one click away from everybody's finger if they could just get pointed in that direction. I I you know? think we have access to so much information that we don't internalize the things that will make the most difference. Yeah. What do you think? I agree. I'm guilty. I'm guilty of that myself. Sometimes I'll go to listen to something on my YouTube feed. It'll pop up and there'll be a red line as it means I've watched it. And I'll turn it on and I'm like, somebody must have borrowed my phone because I don't remember any of this and I know I listened to it. So, but 
when you get smart about it and you catch that nugget, like back to Chris Voss, when you catch that nugget, when you find those nuggets, you got to jot them down and you got to, you got to, you got to, you got to, you got to jot them down and you got to use them and you got to repeat that stuff because repetition is key to learning. That's right. It's got to become part of you. But see, yeah. you know, going back to everything, like four beliefs, okay, you, you knew that within the first month after oh, you yeah. joined us. You knew, you knew what they were, but it took you a while to, de- you know, to go from opinion to attitude to belief, to develop those beliefs. But you knew what the four were. Mm-hmm. My opinion, 80% at least of network marketers has never heard somebody say, these are the four beliefs. They're in 17. You don't have to believe in the owner's dog, but you've got four that you, you must develop. They haven't heard that, you yeah. know. Yeah. And, and so, and instead, they're out here listening to some foo-foo dust about something that doesn't matter. It's the yeah. ability to focus in on that which will move. I know you were on a conference call last night that I that we were conducting, and and I talked about last night if it, if I could just get people to understand, there's only five core systems to build an empire here. It's only five. Yeah. And the four beliefs yeah. is part of the launch process. It's part of the, you know, that's, you know, reasons, you know, all that has to be worked on. But it, it, it's, it, everything falls within five categories. Now, yeah. we'll get off, but let me, let me get back on track yeah. here. Cause I, well, when you I'll just got it, you'll get upset. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you just got it. You just got it. I mean, if people will, and that's, of course, the power of writing a long list, you know. And, and coming up with more than four names, you know, and, and, and how fast can we get through them? And, but it's, it's just, um, I don't know. I, I'll, 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 you know, we all see the world through our own eyes, and I'll go to my grave not understanding why more people don't do more, but I know why because that's just the way it is. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's just the way it is. Uh, I got to ask you this because today, you know, the industry is full of more foo-foo dust than ever. And there's a lot of people that have been told things like, if you want to be perceived as a professional, then you must have a blog and post on your blog every day that you must be doing. uh, You've got to be doing YouTube videos every day if you want to build a network marketing team. Uh, you got to be uh, watching YouTube videos. <laughs> you the, the right ones, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. But how much? Because I, I, I just give you this, this weekend. I talked to a lady I've known a long time, uh, six figure earner in the in the industry. You would know her too. She's actually been on one of these podcasts before, and she said her her grandson, you know getting involved in network marketing, and he's bought this whole, uh, I call it fake it till you make it, attraction marketing. You know, Mm -hmm. he's going to build his team by, you know, doing YouTube videos every day. Renting everything on social media because (laughs) he he told his grandmom, said, "You're, you're old school, you're old school, and this is the new way to do it. Uh, Okay, so I'm talking to somebody, guys, that's 
again, sponsored 17 people in a month here, a couple, and consistent five, six, eight new customers every single month. Uh, how much social media has, how much has social media meant to your success? I have not made, and I need to get more involved. We have not made a post on Facebook yet. Um, uh, not, not one soon. And part of my deal is, is that's actually a little bit out of my comfort zone. But the only reason I say that is I don't want to do it wrong and kill a lot of potential customers. And there's, you, I think, you know, you've got to do a lot of, you've got to kind of bait them a little bit and use curiosity. And that's not really part of our deal. But I have not used social media yet. Uh, not, not one time. I haven't made a single Facebook post or Insta face chat or whatever they call all that stuff. I haven't done, I haven't done one. I've just, I just, I'll pick up the phone and, and start a conversation with somebody. And, and where I'm blessed in this area is I have a huge, gigantic warm market that's expanding every day. Right. Still, I could hide behind, I could hide behind Facebook, but we're going to start doing something there. But no, we haven't, we we haven't touched, yeah, we haven't touched Facebook. We haven't touched Facebook yet. Yeah, yeah, and and here's the thing: if if you because you watch a lot of uh, you watch a lot of stuff on, you know, you're you're a learner, but how yeah. quick how quick can you pick out somebody that's talking the talk that's never walked the walk? Big hat, no cattle. I tell you what, I've got I. I Every single video I pull up on YouTube, there's like, hey, this is so-and-so, and I'm chilling here, and I've made all this money, and all you got to do is – and I can't I, – I, I, I know how long type five seconds lasts because that's how long it takes for me to hit skip ad on that deal. And it's they're – on, they're on to me. The cyberspace people are on to me because every single ad I get is some guy – and he says, I was doing this and I was doing that, and now I'm going to show you how to get rips on the inner tube. You know, it's just all just nonstop, you know, nonstop. So, yeah. you know, it's like my whole thing is, well, I'm going to attract people. And I'm thinking, who, who are you really going to attract the people that you're looking for? Because people, people that you're looking for can distinguish the difference between fluff and substance, mm-hmm. yeah, and, yep. and I, I love the I love the internet, and we, you know, it's it's our primary promotional tool in our other businesses that where we sell in physical products. But network marketing is not just about getting them in. Yeah, you got to get them well, in, and keep what, them in, and help them move forward. Yeah, and that's why Ron was talking about how the computer deal is not working as well as it is, you know, belly to belly. And I think too, when we do start engaging in Facebook, I think we'll have I think we'll have real good success. But it's going to be because of all the work we've done in years past to be a credible person. You know, foundation. It's gonna, you got the right foundation. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's Absolutely. not. I'm not. You know, I'm not going to rent a Lamborghini and have some girl in a bikini walk by and say, "Check me out. Look what I'm doing." Like, no. Right. I mean, I've posted a couple videos on Facebook um, for like charity benefit type of stuff, and and I'm down in my shop, and I mean, I couldn't tell you what I was wearing or if I had shaved. I don't care, and I'm. You know, I, I don't care. I mean, I and I'm. 
I'm hammering out a bit for uh, for some kid, you know, made out of a famous horse's shoes, so I can send it to a benefit auction and raise some money for some kid with cancer or something like that. And people love authenticity, and I think they do. And uh, that's that's what that's what people appreciate, you know. I mean, uh, I I don't do my makeup. I've only done two of them, but I didn't do my makeup before either one of them. So, right. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. You know, my wife um, probably wishes I cared a little more sometimes. Yeah. Anyway, we were talking uh, like recently. Uh, where I said my wife at dawn has to drop throw away half. You got to throw that away. You can't wear that no more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your favorite T-shirt. This is Golden Boy. I can't throw Golden Boy away. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So my assumption is for anybody, if you really want to master and, and learn how to build a huge network marketing team, I believe it, that that anybody uh, with above-average desire and the willingness to learn can build a huge organization and become just phenomenal in this business. But it comes from listening, taking action, repetition, and understanding there ain't no foo-foo dust. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, I know we've got, we've got two ears and one mouth, but I do a lot of talking when I get on the phone with people, but it's just to get the conversation going the right way. And I don't, when I say I do a lot of talking, I don't go on and on and on, but I'll initiate a conversation. But you can tell through the phone when somebody's wanting to say something, and the second I hear them take a breath or, or anything that indicates you know, if, if it's before I finish my point to where I was going to probably ask them a question about something to, to get them involved, the second I hear an opening for somebody else to talk, man, shut up, because they will, they'll give you a clue. They'll give you a clue almost every time, almost every That's time. That's right. And, you know, we used to talk about acquiring appointments. Now we're talking about getting them to take a look at a video. But mm-hmm. if, if you can do it based upon their need – you know, were you really interested when you were talking about, were you really serious when you were talking about uh, earlier that, you know, you're worried about college expense for your grandchild? Mm-hmm. You know, were you really experienced when you were talking about you're afraid your car's going to break down and you can't afford a new one? Were you really serious? I and mean, when you asked people, oh, yeah, I was really serious about that. And if you're back, see, that's a value-focused, two ears, one mouth. You're listening to people and mm-hmm. how... Your product or opportunity can help them. And I know that just comes naturally for you. Yeah. And, and the thing is, if you don't get an opening, one thing I'll say to people all the time, they call the order a bid or pair of spurs, and I'll say, hey, just, you know what, I've got a question for you. It's off the subject, but do you take any kind of nutritional supplements? And most of them say, yeah. And I say, well, what do you take? And they'll tell me. And I say, well, you know, if I could show you how to look into your DNA to find out exactly what you need, to look, feel, and perform, age your very best, would you want to know? And sometimes I'll say, would you be against knowing? And set them up for the no, but I usually just mm. say, would you want to know? And you're not really trapping them with yes, I don't feel too bad there. A guy could rephrase that question, but I just usually say, would you want to know? And they say, yeah. And I say, well, would it be okay if I sent you a short three-minute video? And that whole process takes 
I mean, once they say yes, I mean, and then I always find out when, when's a good time to call them back and let them know I'm going to follow up because then it's, then it's on them. Because, you know, real quick on follow-up, uh, a lot of people don't set up the time to call somebody back. So if you leave that hanging out there, you know, if you call them back in a day and they don't answer, then you get to think, oh, God, I'm bugging them. But if I tell you I'm going to call you tomorrow afternoon and you don't answer, now it's on you. And I just shoot them a text at that point. Yeah, I just shoot them a text at that point, and I just say, um, and I don't say just checking back. I say just checking to see if you got a chance to watch the videos. Thanks. I'll shoot them a text, you know, and then I throw that, I throw that card over in one part of the deal. And, and, uh, and a lot of times people, I've had people apologize to me for like, oh, my gosh, you sent me those, and I get so busy, and, and, and I'll, I'll drop the ball on follow-up. It happens. And they'll call you back, Hi, hey, I'm so sorry, are you still doing that vitamin thing? I just kind of chance to watch that video. And, uh, you know, so people, you know, you've asked their permission. You've asked them if they're either open for a business opportunity. You've asked them if they're open for, to a nutritional supplement. They've said yes. You set up a point, a time to follow up and don't get emotionally attached to the outcome. And it's pretty dang simple, you know. It's, it's so simple. simple. It, it's, it's we complicate it. You're looking for the right person at the right time in their life for a product yeah. user or a, a business builder. And if the time's not right, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Treat them the and way you want to be treated. Their timing's yeah. going to change in a couple of years. Yeah. At and some point, the timing's going to so, change. Yeah. And if it doesn't, so what? If it does for most people. You know, and then they're, right. they're, they're hanging back to see how it works out for you, blah, blah, blah. But if you always ask them, you know, if you ask them a question, are you closed-minded to a business opportunity right now? And they say no. Would it be okay if I sent you a video? Yes. When are you going to get a chance to watch it? Would it be okay if I call you back tomorrow? It's pretty simple to set that appointment. And then you've asked them, and they've told you yes. And I've had people tell me, I've had, I've had a couple of people tell me, oh, you know, I'll ask them to say, hey, do you take nutritional supplements or do you just live on Coors Light and Chicken Fried Steak? And they laugh and say, Coors Light and Chicken Fried Steak, and I don't take vitamins, and I'm never going to. I'm like, all right, man, well, um, we're good. I don't care. Yeah, that's you right. Know, I don't care. But you know what they'll say most of the time? I don't take care of myself, but, man, I need to start. I got a gut yeah. on me, and my left knee's killing me. And I said, "Well, that's all right. If you could look in your DNA right now to find out exactly what you need to look, feel, and perform at your best, would you want to know? Yeah, send you a video. When are you gonna watch it? I'll call you tomorrow. It's just you know, oh, square man. peg in a square hole, over and over and over and over. Oh, but if you bro, ask their permission, oh, yeah, oh. would it be okay? Yeah, would it be okay? It's a magical phrase. Would it be okay if I sent you a video? Sure. Yeah. You've now asked their permission, you know. know. And then I make it, I, I'm just deliberately tell them, listen, if this is not something you're interested in, please let me know because I don't care. I don't care either way. Just I do it over and over. We, we, I mean, really, if people would internalize, you know, this stuff, and I'm thinking about, you know, the 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 grandson that's doing the video every day trying to create uh -huh. some type following, you know, and, and if, if they would just go into the marketplace and have value-focused conversations with five or six, seven people a day, and, 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 and I don't believe in uncomfortable conversations. 
I don't, I yeah. don't, you know, you know me, I'm, I'm not outgoing. Oh. I'm, I'm very reserved. No. You can opt out at any time. Yeah. 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 Anytime. But, yeah. It's just not difficult. It, we, we've make, made this whole industry so much more difficult and so much more foo-foo dust everywhere than it needs to be. And it's just not that difficult if we can get focused in on the on the things, the concepts, the principles, the beliefs, like you talked about earlier, that will really move people forward. Build people, mm-hmm. people build the business. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to wrap this up. No, well, go ahead. Oh no, I I, I agree, and I you know I've got I've got a ways to go as far as you know, becoming more of a leader and getting more people activated and all that different stuff. But ultimately, if you you do your job and, and, and they don't, if you throw them the ball and they don't throw it back, ultimately it's on them, you know. That's and, right. And uh, I try to never paint again. a picture. Say that, that again. That's so important. If you, if, well, if you throw them the ball and they don't throw it back, it's on them. And, um, you know, I never, I never paint a picture that's not real. You know, if you've lied to somebody or kind of manipulated things and told them, yeah, you can be making 5000 bucks your first month, it's, and then they go out there, I, I tell them, look, I'm telling you right now, you know, you're probably going to get at least 10 no's to everyone yes. And if you can't share that video with at least two or 300 people, don't join. And I've had people tell me, man, I couldn't do that. And I'm like, well, then don't join. And we're good. You know, I mean, I've, I've been, I've been almost, I've cost myself, um, sponsoring, sponsoring certain people by telling them that and just hitting them almost a little too hard up front. And, you know, maybe they'd have been somebody that turned into something. Maybe they wouldn't be, but it's just like, man, if, I'll tell them, I said, look, if you can't share that video and if you can't talk to people and if you care too much what people think about you and you can't take any rejection, this is not the business for you. But if you're looking for something, you found it. That's it, man. That's it. Yeah. All right. We're going to close it up. What's the last, I want you, and I, but if you had, you, you know this podcast, because you listen, you tell me more about yeah. this yeah, podcast you don't than listen I know. I, I don't yeah. listen to them. I, but, but, so you listen, and you know, we have, you know, I mean, there's people literally all over the world that are listening to this, and a lot of times, you know, they have different feelings, but. The the bottom line is, it just kind of is what it is, and we're all. I don't care where you live in the world. What you know, no people in Arizona aren't that much different than people in another no. city or state. So, if you had one thing to say to people that you know are listening to this, what would you tell them? It's never. It's 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 what you're becoming. Don't. Ask, don't, don't look at your results, don't look at anything. It's always what are you becoming? Are you becoming more? Because if you will develop a hunger for, if you'll, if you'll put in Jim Rohn, Tony Robbins, Les Brown, Art Williams, if you will become more, it's crazy, but it's a spiritual law. When you become more, that's why reading autobiographies is so important. It gives us a vision that if they did it, I can do it. But if you will become more, talk about attraction marketing. If you become more, you will attract what you'll, it'll, it just, it's weird. When you become more, opportunity comes your way. 
and you got it, you know, you got it, you got to take it when it comes. But if you become more, opportunity will come your way. So work on yourself, work on yourself, work on yourself. Because when you become, when you become someone that knows that you are more, that you're becoming more than you were, and you're, become, and you, you're trying to be all that you can be, when you become that person then if you don't act on it, you're in denial, you're in delusion. And that will drive you nuts because you now have a picture in your mind that you can be more. So what you basically do is you change your program. We all have to, we have to act according to our program. And if you know you're supposed to be more, you'll try and be more. Um, Donald Trump, whether you love him or hate him, when he went broke in the 80s, everybody knew that guy would come back. And he did too. And he did. So become more, and it'll really, it really takes care of just about everything. Because you'll force yourself into action because you know you're supposed to be more. You can be more than you are. Number one personal development program in the world, network marketing. Yeah. Do you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, you're, you're, you're learning and failing and learning and failing and you're applying all this stuff as you're doing it if you're doing it right and it's just incremental small wins and losses and you figure out what works and you build self-confidence and and you're helping others it's just it's amazing Mm -hmm. when you do it right spreading food you got to find the right mentorship man i tell you what those kids that are those kids that are hiding behind the computer and the whole thing flops, how do they feel when the whole thing's over? They feel way worse about themselves because they just failed on something that they were scared to really try, you know? And it's adults, um, too. There's people, Gordy, been around oh, yeah. this industry 20, 25 years and haven't gotten yeah. through this. You, yeah, you know, really? I don't know. Yeah, well, if if the company I'm with went away tomorrow, which I'm pretty sure they're not, they've got a huge, huge vision. But if 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 they made the entire industry of network marketing illegal tomorrow, I would have still gained so much from just what I've done in the past six, seven, eight months with this company. It's, you know, I've, I've I've learned a lot more, and I've even expanded my comfort zone more. I'm, I'm more deadly out in the marketplace with the skills that I have. I mean, I have probably got a hundred people that I could call if I needed a job and it said and they'd, they'd hire me. I, they wouldn't even, they, they'd just say, yeah, you're hired because they know I've got the skills, attitude and belief to, to do pretty much just about anything unless I have That's to right, buddy. type it on because a computer. Personal development <laughs> that you, that you've developed. Yeah. And, yeah. and like I said, I, I want to say yeah. one other thing before I let, cause I, I could talk to you all day cause we, we do a lot, but 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 yeah. here's one thing that I think will help people. But, but it's something you told me, you know, seven eight months ago. And because there's people that are listening today, that at one time, maybe eight, ten, fifteen years ago, they were they were after it, they were running. Maybe they had the right mentorship and systems and company. Maybe they didn't. It doesn't really matter. But at one time they were running, and I've always believed that you can tell what a person can do in the future based upon what they've done in the past. And I knew what you'd done in the past, the work ethic. Yeah. But when we, you said, you said one thing to me. You said, Dale, it's taken me a while to get my sea legs back. Do you remember telling yeah. me that? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, started a little slower than I wanted because I had real high expectations of myself. But, but you get them back right now, Gordy. That 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 have run in the past, they can run again. They know they can run again. And when they start, yeah. sometimes their sea legs they're a little wobbly. Yeah. So yeah, that's okay. Yeah, they are. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's like old Forrest Gump. Dan, Lieutenant Dan says something about his sea legs. He says, Lieutenant Dan, you don't have any legs. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it takes a it takes a minute. But you know, it's like, man, it comes back. And boy, when it does, it's like you're you're even more skilled than you were before because you've learned all that stuff before. And, that's right. Uh, yeah, it, it's 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 all there. It's still there. It's still there, and that's it's, right. it's it's waiting. It's waiting to be tapped into. You Man, know, I hope really somebody. Is. I hope somebody hears that, and that's what they 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 tuned in for that statement oh. right there. Because yeah, I've been out of the industry back. for a long time, a long time, yeah, yeah, yeah. a long time. All right, man. That's, yeah. Mike. Okay. Enjoyed it. Came in, said I got another. I got a consulting call or something. I got to jump on. So, all right, talk to okay, you forever. Okay, well, thanks, buddy. Okay, I man. Appreciate thanks. you being with this guy. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa! Somebody wants to get a hold of Gordy Alderson. What they, what's the best way? You know, Kelly Gordy, Kelly Gordy Alderson Facebook. I think is our Facebook deal. Okay. And my wife will check all that. Kelly Gordy Alderson Facebook. Kelly Gordy Alderson on Facebook. Yeah, in Tucson, Arizona. Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Right, you yep. can look up Gordy Alderson bits on. Yeah. Yeah, on, I'm on the uh, YouTube. Google, <laughs> and it's like everybody in the yeah. like, uh, guys, you're listening. Yeah. You're, you're, we, we've been talking to like the, the guy in the world in the bits and spurs business in the rodeo world. You, you've heard him right here, so he's easy to find. Man, I'll talk to you soon. Uh, thanks for jumping on here, and I, I know the listeners will enjoy this. Thanks so much, man. Okay, thank you, Dale. See y'all. Okay, All right, buddy. Talk to you soon. If you haven't gone over to iTunes yet and rated and left this podcast a review, what are you waiting for? At Calvert Marketing Group, we want to spend our time on the projects that we know are providing the most value for our clients and customers. You leaving us a review and feedback on iTunes is something that helps us more than you realize. And more importantly, it helps others like you find us. So if you've not taken the time to rate this podcast, please go over to iTunes and do that for us now. It will only take a couple of minutes out of your busy schedule. Work harder on yourself than you do on your business, and we will be back next week with another inspiring success story, wisdom of the ages training, or answers to your questions.